Welcome to another edition of the Pokes Report Podcast. Zach Lancaster here alongside Marshall Levinson. It's good to have him back. It's good to good to have him back in God's country. It is good to be back. I was guys, I was about to ask, how was uh, how was the trip? Marshall uh, just got back from about a two week stint in Texas. So first of all, how was the trip? Uh, it was good. Um, I mean, obviously that's where I'm, my parents are, mm-hmm. and so I was at home for a couple weeks and. Along those couple weeks, uh, got to see a lot of family. Had a couple, uh, had a crawfish boil. Nice. Had Mother's Day uh, dinner and everything. So, got to see quite a few people and uh, got around to some some spring practices and some spring games for some recruits. And uh, then just kind of hung out for a while. But, yeah, pretty... uh, Pretty good last couple weeks um, as we go into the summer. How was the uh, was the trip back? It was good. Uneventful. Uh, yeah, not really. It's I mean, always nice. It was like three and a half hours. Not bad at all. Um, and yeah, didn't crash. So that's always good. Always a good thing. That's always good. You gonna go to the game tonight? Probably not. I uh, well, one, I don't have a ticket, mm-hmm. but. You could probably get one. I could probably find one. Yeah. But I have stuff to do at the house. So probably going to work on some stuff for some Pokes Report stuff. I feel you. Got some pretty cool, or not, I wouldn't say, well, yeah, it's pretty cool, but some pretty uh, intriguing recruiting stuff coming up that we'll kind of dabble in a little bit here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll be watching or at least paying attention. Uh, yeah, same. I've always got the live stats on the computer if I can't watch something when it's mm-hmm. being streamed or anything. So, um. I'll be uh, paying attention. I'm I'm excited for both uh, what baseball and softball have going on right now. Oh my gosh, man! Ten o ten o run rule, five inning run rule for softball today against Campbell. Um, not surprised. Not no, surprised by that. Not at all. I mean, when you take your first pitch and hit it over the left center wall, <laughs> you're probably going to have a good day. I don't think there was anyone, and this includes the entire Campbell team yeah. and university. I doubt that they're a very big university but wherever their student body is I uh, North Carolina highly doubt that there was many of them that actually thought they had a chance in is this one Bluey Bluey City I think that, that thing? Campbell Did you just make that up? no I don't think so uh they are Bowie's Creek Bowie's Creek B I, I think it's Bowie's had the right end B U I E S Bowie's Creek probably, North yeah. Car- North Carolina yeah, um, like I said, I don't. I don't think there was very many of them that. Damn, they've been around since 1887. Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. I feel like it's red. Well, it, we're recording through audition. Uh, okay. Because I left my I left my uh, my micro SD card at home. Threw me off there for a second. I looked down. Yeah, I can hit that button for you if you want. It won't do anything, but oh, I can hit it for fine. you. It's fine. You want me I'll to just... hit it for you? I'll just get some more blue. Oh yeah, it did. That was weird. <laughs> um, just get some more blue. But yeah, there is uh, that, that. That was really the only one way that game was gonna go, and it is how it went. Yeah, you know, and and if you look at the rest of the series, I mean, you got Mississippi State and you got Boston. Good teams, yeah. you know, good teams in their own right. But you look at what Oklahoma State's done. I mean, they got the number five overall seed. Yeah, I mean the the Oklahoma, it, it could be a game. I don't think it'll be close. It could, they could either Boston or Mississippi yeah, State mean, could make it a game. I don't. I'm, I'm not going to say that every game is going to be a. Is that game rule. over? Which one? That Mississippi State. Then play at three. That game could be over. 
Mississippi State, Boston. Let's look it up. I'll look it up. I got it right here. Mississippi State. Okay, so 10 minutes ago, Mississippi State takes a 2-1 lead in the fifth inning. Okay, so they got probably an inning left at this point. Maybe two. Mm, I would say it's over in 30 minutes. Okay. I, I'd give it So, and you said it's 2-1? Two, 2-1 one? Two, one Mississippi State. So, let's just, let's just say it rides out like that. You know, we talked to, yeah, and we talked about it today on the afternoon sports drive. Um, I asked if if anyone thought that Oklahoma State, we could see another run rule uh, from Oklahoma State, uh, and that was during our buy or sell segment. So I sold it, but I, I don't think I don't I don't think it's going to come down to the wire. I don't think it's going to be close because you look at yeah. what you look at what they did against OU in Stillwater. I mean, Oklahoma State is the fifth best team in the country. Yes. They're, they're they have a top ten strength of schedule. And none they of are, these teams here no, are remotely. No, if if up. everything plays out, their competition will come against Texas and the Supers. Yeah, week. and I mean, I when you're the number five and you're hosting, like you, you shouldn't have an issue when you're going to host a super regional and you don't even have to be in the Supers to host a super regional. Yeah, you're pretty special. You're all right, but uh, you're all right. Yeah, I mean, they. Um, I, what I was just about to say before you kind of touched on that same thing mm-hmm. is, I'm not like guaranteeing that there's going to be any more run rules, but, like, they wouldn't surprise me no. by any means. Because, like, I think, what, after the sixth inning, it's eight runs, and, the, like, before that, it's, ten, like, I ten. think it's ten after five. Eight after eight six. Eight after six, and then it, it goes, and then it doesn't matter. It's the yeah. seventh inning. So, I <clears throat> I could see, like, it, I could see it to where, like, okay, it's not a run rule where you're winning by, like, ten after five or, like, eight after six, but I could see them being up by, like, five or six runs oh, and just kind of coasting those last easy. couple innings. But... Yeah, I mean they're. I don't. They're going to be on their way to the super unless something happens. I don't see them losing a game in this regional. I highly I mean, doubt it, and and I really don't think that because yeah, I think their next best competition would be Texas, who is yeah, a good oh, team. Absolutely. And I mean, I think they can. Not, I mean, I don't. I don't think they'll. Have th- an issue there. I think that game would go to because what is it three best of three? I've probably is that yeah. how that works? I think at least in baseball. It is. Um, I would I would probably I would probably take it to game three. I I could, see, I could see OSU or Texas win in game one, the other win in game two, and I could see it coming down to game three. And could, and and with the way they ended yeah. that game in Oklahoma City, that's why yeah, there's going to be some emotion. I mean, that's some crazy stuff right there. Like yeah. that whole game, the the last I wouldn't even say the, the, that whole game was drunk. Yeah, like there was so many things in that game. We're gonna see a brawl. That we're gonna see some benches clear. We're gonna see some punches shoot. thrown. Is I don't it, think we'll see that. Has that ever, like, how often does that happen in softball? I don't know, but softball brawls ever are happen, awesome. It barely have ever happens in college baseball. I will say we, but that would be we'll electric. see. Peace, we'll see people get thrown out. If if OSU Texas meet in a super, probably some coaches. We'll see some coaches and players get tossed. We'll we'll see yeah. some. We'll see some. Intensity. I never asked you this, but yeah. when Patty Gasso. Mm-hmm. Got ejected yeah. because of that girl that slid slide it, where that that slide at third yeah. where they like she claimed that she pushed her off and like I was looking at it and I mean I played baseball for fifteen years and it was like I've been in that same exact situation mm-hmm. at both second and third where you slide and you kind of slide to the side a little bit yeah. and you kind of go past it but you like keep your hand on with her she was like so far past the base then she was like reaching her arm across. Any contact is knocking your hand off, whether incidental or, like, on purpose. Yeah. So, I think she was out. 100%. There was so many people that were like, oh, no, she pushed her off. And I was like, no, the momentum if just you, took if, her. If your body carries you because and, it was and, that, like, and you apply the tag and you slip off. It wasn't bang, bang, no. but she hadn't had time yet to, like, 
get up and like gather herself back to the base or anything. Like Absolutely. she was still sitting there, and then they put the tag down and her hand came off and it was like no, like that's an out. She's out. Like she didn't even push her. It no. was just her. The tag hit her. See, I, that I could see some calls like that where it's just like small stuff that kind of sets coaches off. Yeah. But also, if someone, if a team is like kind of stalling out a little bit for a few innings and and you're in that like elimination mode mm-hmm. where you're trying to finish somebody and you're kind of stalling out that those middle innings i could see a coach getting themselves ejected on purpose kind of just to, oh, yeah. to, to give some emotion and some fire so when you go back to that texas when you go back to the texas series in austin when oklahoma state sweeps texas yeah. and then oklahoma state takes care of business of texas in the big 12 tournament if if everything goes according to plan on both sides which i think it probably will i think that's going to be just an absolute electric series and i cannot wait for that super anytime you have in any in any sport if you have some sort of postseason matchup Mm -hmm. especially where it's like winner goes to the to the world series or winner goes to the championship of anything and it's two conference rivals that have had yeah not just this season but just in in the past just history yeah just history with each other Mm -hmm. It just makes it all the oh, all the wait. more crazy. It'll be a, if if Oklahoma State meets Texas in the Super, it'll be sellouts. You'll have oh, you'll, you'll have you'll have three sellouts absolutely, and it'll be ruckus and it'll be rowdy. And I cannot. What wait. happens if uh, Texas somehow gets upset and doesn't even make it there? <laughs> then <laughs> then it's gonna be even better. Oh my god, it'd be even better. It's just a slaughter in the re- the Super. Yeah, no doubt, man. That'd be even better. Who with whoever we would play after that? I don't even know who's in that. Shoot, I don't know. Let's look up. Yeah, I don't even know who's in the Texas softball. I probably should. Um, that that probably should be something that I that I have looked at at least once. Um, Let's see. So it's still going to the middle, going to the bottom of the six. Mississippi State's still up two one. Ooh, and I think. Okay. I think. Oh, okay. There's a chance here. Who, who's who's there? The Austin Regional. Yeah. Oh, it's Oregon, right? Saint okay, so Saint Francis, they're not. Out. Yeah, yeah, they're out. Texas State, yeah, and Oregon, Oregon, yeah. It could be Oregon. Oregon's thirty-seven and fifteen. They're pretty good. Saint Francis is forty and eight. I hate this trip right? setting in. You hear this? Thing? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Saint Francis is forty and eight. Yeah. Now they're probably going to be forty and nine because they, yeah. they face Texas. Yeah. Right. It's a home game. But Texas State thirty-eight and twelve. Oregon thirty-seven and fifteen. Those are no slouches. Like those are Oregon can Oregon can play some ball. Look up look up the strength of schedule though. See where see where Texas State is because that's my thing. You look at if you look at what what Boston's doing right now. Boston's got a pretty salty record. Boston's pretty good. Yeah. But Boston doesn't play anyone near like Oklahoma State does. That's the thing. Um and it's kind of the thing when you look at OU. Now OU is really good. They're they're on a whole nother level. But did you see what their strength of schedule was? It's like 66. OU's? Yeah. Now, they're still really good. They're damn good. I'm trying to find where it's at. Do you know what website? What? What? what I don't even know what you're... The strength of schedules. Oh, no, I have no idea. Don't even look it up. I don't know what it is. But um, it's possible, man, when, you, when, you've got, when, you've got, when you've got teams like Texas State and Oregon, and Oregon's pretty good. Oregon, they, they, they've got some history there. Um, I, I still think, I still see Texas getting out. You know, I still think we'll see. I, th- I still think we'll see the a Texas OSU matchup in a super. 
but Texas appears to be thirtieth. Still good in that's, strength of schedule. That's pretty damn good. Where's Texas State or Oregon? Those, those Oregon probably be a team that popped up before. Oregon is five. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> there you go. They're pretty good. Are they a national? Did they get a national seed? Um, let's check. I mean, you don't have to look it up. I just. Well, now I'm curious. Well, if they got the number five strength of schedule, and you make a regional, and they they've been pretty good. See what that seeding is. Let's see. Right now, Oregon in the coaches or the USA Today was ten. So they got it. They they probably have a national seed then. Yeah, they've got. To. Okay, so it's possible we could see where, and I think that would be. It wouldn't be as electric. Yeah, they're eleven in this one. What is their? Okay, they are eleven. There you go. Nash. Or... They 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 probably have. Yeah, one. they're yeah. So and I, Texas. Is fifteen. Yeah. So, in according to D one softball, Oregon's you, a better team. And and any one of those matchups, yeah, is just going to be absolutely electric. Yeah, can't can't wait, can't wait. Uh, again, Oklahoma State took care of business against Campbell uh, earlier today. It's five thirty right now. Ten uh, zero run rule in the fifth. That's uh, that's that's one way to that's one way to end a series. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the rest of this. Um, Let's move on over to baseball. Obviously, they uh, they were able to to take care of business last night. Um, special day at the ballpark. It's a real special yeah. day at the ballpark. You had forty uh, third president of the United States George W. throwing out the first pitch. Uh, joined alongside was it ninety one ninety two year old uh, Cecil Obrey. Really good friends, um, and that it didn't didn't surprise me that uh, that they were able to get George to to. To reschedule, um, obviously that's huge. I mean, you want that, you know, you you want to be able to uh, to to dedicate the uh, this the stadium properly. Um, now they had to come from behind. They, they a little 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 scary. Yeah, there. they uh, they they started out a little flat, but uh, able to take care of business nine six uh, record crowd, which. Obviously, it's a record crowd. You yeah. haven't had full stadiums. Uh, 6,362 was the uh, official count, and it was ruckus. That place, was ro- that place was rocking last night. Robert sent me – I'll show you. Robert sent me a couple of videos of um, the flyover. He sent me a video of the, yeah. the first pitch and some pictures, and that place was packed. I, I can't imagine uh, what that thing would be like. be a lot of fun. But they took care of business against, uh, uh, against New Orleans last night. Uh, they got them again today. Um, probably not. I wouldn't expect it to be as close as as the game was last night. Um, because it's senior night, so I mean, you obviously get the emotions there. Um, stones on the mound. Yeah, you know, and he's he's had a couple of really good outings as of late. Um, McCusker nearly hit two homers last night. One was a grand slam. That if it's if we're talking thirty feet to the left or right. It's probably probably gone. It's probably a uh, probably grand salami, which I love baseball terms. Base- grand salami. Baseball terms are yeah. some of my favorite, <laughs> absolute favorites. Well, I love that um, a lot of baseball phrases end up getting used in other sports to describe things. Yeah. Like if you see, yeah. uh, and I, I mean, I do this myself, but it, like, if there's a big like football play. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, they hit a home run with that one. Yeah. Or oh, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about oh, the, the the fun like oh, salami, the goofy ones. That, yeah, yeah. Yacked them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you gotta. Know. Oh, it's so good. Take a daddy hack. Well, <laughs> that's a big daddy hack right there, yeah. baby. <laughs> that that'll be something we do here pretty soon. We'll do a pod just on uh, 
just on baseball phrases. All right. Baseball terms and baseball phrases. But uh, see, we got to do a. Uh, We'll see if we can get Matt Holiday on and see if he can Ooh, uh, see go. if he can give some of his some. Of his, he listens to my radio show, by the way. Fun fact. Fun fact. I've had him call in. He's called into the show. Slight flex. Yeah, actually, called that's in. a pretty big flex. He was, call, he was listening and called in. He's kind of popular. Yeah. Just did to, you know that he's? Uh, you probably touch. Have, do you know this or know yeah. somewhere in the range of this? I think he's thirty fourth all time in MLB earnings. Yeah. Uh, that's not bad. Not bad. When I think he's made like 300 and something mil. He's got a hell of a podcast. That's really good. Well, you can kind of do whatever you want. I mean, he He's kind of like, and there, there's there's some guys that do this, and mainly it's just kind of athletes, but he can really just do it. He just does what he wants. The dude swags up and down the base pass. Oh, I mean, he's absolutely he's wearing those. He's wearing those orange and black Jordans. Yes, I mean... Just, just you look at him. It's just the way he wears his hat, the way he wears like that those quarter zips. That, that dude is still yoked too. Oh, I, oh, oh I guarantee. God, I, mean, I was talking to like I bet he could take some big daddy hacks. Well, I was talking to someone that that he's hit BP with him before, and they said that he's just it's ridiculous. Could you imagine? I wonder if he bat. brings out a wood bat or if he uses a. Could you imagine the sound either way? Could you imagine? What hitting like Matt Holiday hitting BP with a wood bat no braid sounds if like? I was like an employee at O'Braid, working like BP on a practice day or whatever. Oh, I would man. be moving my car from that back parking. <laughs> Could you imagine? Because uh, I don't care how tall that scoreboard is, right? I, I mean, we've seen players hit one, hit some over the scoreboard and over that batter's eye. I don't want to know what Matt Holiday can do <laughs> to a baseball. Could you imagine? Actually, I do want to know. I just don't want my car to be in the rain. The uh, could you imagine? Just like how he would completely decimate the mentality of any pitcher he went up against. If you you put I mean, uh, you like, put Mitchell Stone out there just to throw BP and oh, and he's like, a, "All right, Mitch, we're going to work on some confidence <laughs> today." Whack. <laughs> yeah, no confidence. It's one 550. Yeah, he, that God. would be like we're going to work on confidence and then he's going to hit like 10 bombs. He's like, "I didn't say your confidence. My confidence. <laughs> I still got it, baby. Yeah, I still got it." It's the reason I was like a multi-time All-Star and that mm. Was won a few rings, just a few. But what a baller! I'm gonna work I mean, on that. I'm gonna work on that. We're gonna what? we're we've got a few more weeks. I I don't I don't think it would little boys and girls out there. If you're listening to our podcast, <laughs> if you gotta connect. if you're really good at sports, um, keep on it. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. If you're really good at sports, oh you can God. make a lot of money. Yeah, that's that. I I would think that it'd probably be after after the season. I don't think he's gonna take time, but. Uh, Right now, till after the season, but yeah, maybe I'll work on that. I think I think that would be good. But um, yeah, no. So uh, you're back in town. You're mm-hmm. are you, so are you. You're based out of Stillwater now for the rest of the summer, right? You're just going to go back At every least for so like often. The next month, okay. I'm going to be here. Yeah, and then I'll kind of just take some trips back and forth. So we've got mainly in July. What is that? Nine days until June first. Yeah. Is that is that yeah, right? Yeah, There's 20, 30 days, days in this month. I think thirty. I think just thirties in June. May thirty first. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> the thirty days what, past do the September. Thing. Well, I don't know the knuckle thing. There's thirty one days in March, May. April. Thirty thirty one days yep, in 31. May. Thirty one. Okay. God, I don't know why I was talking about I June. I did a little knuckle trick. I was I was talking about thirty days. There is thirty days in June, but yeah. there's well, it's like if you do you know the knuckle trick? No. Okay, if you like make a fist, right? Yeah. And then it's the knuckle, uh-huh. right? First knuckle uh-huh. is. January. January. Then you hit that little crease. February. March. Oh, so April, every every knuckle like, has 31. I mean, February is a little bit different. 
But it's 31 is the, is the high number. And then the valley is less. Is, yes. Son of a So bitch. other than February, the wow. rest are 30. So That's it's wild. the high knuckle is 31. The That's crease wild. right there is 30. Or the things eight. you learn. Yeah. Pretty soon we'll teach you the loop, swoop, and pull. <laughs> My God. Uh, we got 10 days left, though. We got 10 days left of this month. And then the, uh, the in-person recruiting dead period officially ceases to exist. Yes. And then Oklahoma Thank State, uh, not only are they going to have a, a, a whole host of official visits throughout the month of June, um, but we're back to camps. We're back yes. to in-person camps. And that's what the first week of June will be. That's a big one. I love going to the camps. Because um, you got some of those mini camps where it's kind of mm-hmm. just like anyone can compete. But there's always, if you're looking at those mini camps, you you typically have one to four kids in the in just the open camps. That, oh, that are ballers. That, that are ball. That are oh, really, yeah, no, really they're going to find some. I mean, there's some kids. Those will be probably the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, some younger know. guys that kind of come out and show out, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, we we really like them." And I mean, these are the places, especially now with because they haven't seen a whole lot of people in a whole lot of people in person. If you can come get an offer. Yeah. Like you can, if you come and ball. I've seen quite a few people get offers from these yeah. camps. And especially when you talk about playing major dividends in recruiting, is these invite only camps. Technically. Well, technically, they're open to the public. Te- okay. Technically, they're open to the public. Okay. Um, but the ones where they have like their targets, yeah. where the guys they've pretty much already offered. The freak, show, um, the freak show camps. It's, uh, yeah, that's and it's kind of a three-part camp. It's the QBs, which that one, I don't know if they actually have it. I think they're just calling the whole thing the show. Yeah, it's the show. This year. But, like, the, wide, the, the, wide, receivers receivers the, is, the wide receivers is the freak show. The corners is called the block. The block. And yeah. then the wide or the quarterbacks the is kind of the the uh, the gun show or the gunslingers. I think or it's the gun show. Something like that. I've – some – some schools call it the air it out camp. It's it's all of those three yeah. that are going on at the same time. Have you were you with us the last time we had a, I was a freak show, dude? It is. I remember hearing about it, and the reason or the main storyline that came out of it was um, what's his name that plays at Texas Tech? Oh, that uh, whole Miles Price. Yeah, that whole yeah, yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he committed and then went on an official. Yeah, some and then relationships got, and then, were strained, and then and got then, mad when he we got his scholarship pulled because he was told not to. But that's that's he agreed not to something, and then didn't do not, what he agreed to do, and then was upset because it's neither here nor there. Yeah, well, then uh, he fumbled against us the next year. But so it is fine. But a anyways, lot of fun. That's yeah. That's the kind of that's the kind of camps. I mean, it kind of shows, especially with the receivers, because that's the kind of that's kind of the one that caught fire. In recent years, is that is the receivers that yes. they bring in, and they kind of show out. I mean, obviously, when you're called the freak show, you got to do something special. Um, and I mean, you'll see in games like Tylen. That was Tylen Wallace's warm up shirt for the past like three years. Yeah, four years was his freak show shirt. And then you also saw when a wide receiver this year caught two or more touchdowns, they put on that big chain, freak show chain. that says the freak show. Yeah. So. That's kind of where this comes from, and the wide receiver room especially embraces the freak show. And then if you follow Coach Duffy, the cornerback's coach, on Twitter, DeBlock. he is religious about DeBlock. Yeah. And that's he that's like his baby. That's He loves DeBlock, and that's his thing. And then obviously um, Dunn with the receivers and Duffy with the corners have been here for a while. And you have to throw Coach Hammer in there because he's with safeties. Yeah. But 
um, this will be the first um, summer camps with uh, quarterbacks coach Tim Rattay. I'm looking forward so to seeing that. So that'll be interesting. I think they're having five quarterbacks that they've asked to be here. Um, I don't know if they're going to be 22s and 23s. There typically is. I think there's going to be both. They typically I, have. Someone told me there was only going to be 22s, but I, no, I don't believe that. No, they typically have your. They typically have that year that that year's class. Um, they've and it's not not like a lot, a lot of 22s because yeah. at, at that point they know about who it is. But you'll have, I would say, I would say like a little more, a little or a little less than half 22. A little less than half twenty three, and then the remainder twenty four. Because I had one person tell me that it was going to be all twenty twos, and I was like, yeah, I don't know. And I would I find a, that hard. And to I believe. had a second person tell me, and it's like, and I trust them with most, like with almost everything. And it was like, yeah, maybe. Like we'll find out. But I, I think there will be twenty threes throwing at some point. Mm-hmm. And the one right now, actually, there's two. The, there's two 23 quarterbacks. One we actually just offered today. I don't know if he's going to be on, coming on a visit or something. Out of Denton, right? Out of Denton yeah. Dyer High School, uh, Jackson Arnold. And I'll have a story about him in a second. But the, the other one we have not offered yet, but he's about to explode this summer when he goes on some of these camps, is Choctaw's Steel Wassel. Yeah, oh, my I'm God, I'm a big yes. fan of him. Same. I mean, he's, he's like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, big body guy, right? Um, not as big as Shane Lingworth, but... Um, he's a baller. He, I, I love the way he plays. I mean, he's one of those guys that, like, you can't miss him on the field. One, because he just makes crazy throws, but his personality, man. I mean, it, it he is. He's big time. He Yeah, he's. You wouldn't expect him to be from a smaller town in Oklahoma. No, you would think that dude's running, big running c- the show at big, a 6 Texas, Texas, Texas program. Yeah, yeah, you'd think that he's running, running a big deal, which, I mean, that's why he kind of does stand out so much is because he is from a small town in in Oklahoma, and I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the biggest stage in Oklahoma yeah. playing playing six A. But well, and they were close last year. They yeah, I mean, they they had a, a really good state championship game with Bixby. So I, I'm really excited about him. He, did you I see know the he's photo be his drawing. dad posted of him after when? the game when they lost to Bixby. Oh shoot, which one? He was sitting on the sidelines, just like just sitting there. Really? Um, yeah, just sitting on the ground. I don't think after. I saw that one. Oh, I, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Emotional. Yeah, I mean that dude. I tear your heart out. He wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. Um. But that would be a uh, that's one guy I'm going to be looking forward to, and then um, I think they've offered like three or four 23 quarterbacks now, so um, I would expect quite a few 23 and 24 offers to roll out yeah. once these camps start hitting. Well, that because night. especially you'll I mean, see, oh yeah, you'll, you'll see, see some, you'll see some, you'll see OSU. It's like kids July or night. July. It's like June, like fourth, like the middle of it's like the it's middle like, of June. Well, no, some of those camps are like fourth, oh, I'm I'm talking fifth. about OSU's freak show. Oh yeah, no, that'll it's be a typically the later. second week of June. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's going to happen because they well, have I mean all the of those, start of the second. They have week. all of those um, official visits coming in, like the ninth through the thirteenth, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like there's a the big group is the ninth through the eleventh, and they're kind of staggered on that weekend. Yeah. Then there's the tenth through the twelfth, and the eleventh through the thirteenth, and there's going to be like twenty dudes coming through. So that'll be that'll be a big one. I mean, I, we've talked about that a lot, and some of those guys that are going to be coming. Um, but I will uh, definitely be grinding mm-hmm. on some interviews. For and sure. And we'll all be getting content up with stuff like that. Um, so that's pokesreport.com forward slash subscribe. Pokesreport.com, go subscribe. <laughs> forward, um, forward slash subscribe. Yes. Because uh, you're going to want to know. You're going to want to know. And that is going to be some uh, hot topics when we hit the premium chat during uh, during those that's days. Huge. 
And that might be a time where, like, we have so much going on. We might even think about doing like two in one week. We're I, depending on what because there's gonna be so many official visitors. There's at gonna one be time, so much. You're gonna we're gonna need to split up some stuff. Yeah. And especially like we can do like one at the beginning of the visits, and then one like towards the end, or at, like recap some, mm-hmm. and that'll be some very hot topics. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to just kind of see how recruiting goes. Yeah. I mean, that sounds kind of weird, but what is it gonna be like now that people haven't been on campus I, for? I, I think I think we're gonna see. I I don't know if we're gonna see a bunch of commits pretty quick. Um, yeah. But I, and I'm not even talking OSU. I'm talking I'm talking countrywide, nationwide. Um, I I think you are gonna see a lot of people going really crazy because because yeah. coaches can go now, players can come now. I I think you're gonna see. You're gonna see. You're not gonna see a lot of rules being broke. I don't think, but you're gonna see like some wild, wild west type stuff. Oh yeah, you're gonna see gonna some ridiculous. There's going to be an insane amount of decommitments yeah. and flips. Absolutely. Now, don't worry. I do not expect that. No, they're o- pretty with, solid. With Oklahoma State guys, pretty solid. All of them. None of these guys like committed on a whim. No. None of these, like all, almost well, every and most of them guy, had been on campus, not officially. Well, a lot of them have been, been on campus before. Now, there's a couple that haven't, right? But if you look at them, they're like, if you look at where they live, what kind of school they go to, their kind of their family's vibe and culture, it's like OSU fits them perfectly. Yeah. They're not going to show up to Stillwater and be like, "This isn't me." Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, exactly. They're not going to show up and be like, yeah. "What? What is this?" Um, so, I would not expect that, but. There are a few guys that I would not be surprised if it goes in favor of OSU. Um, I mean, this is a guy that has been on campus like by himself or like with family for the spring game, but Kyan Roberts Day committed to Baylor yeah. currently. He's taking visits to Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Alabama. So he is probably right now my biggest flip uh, prediction or like potential there in, in terms of mm-hmm. in favor of OSU. Um, and they're going to be rolling out the red carpet for these guys. Yeah, they have been. They've had a lot of time to kind of plan and know exactly what they're going to be doing at exactly every second of the day, and they will not be wasting any time. There's going to be guys doing stuff every single day. Mm-hmm. And OSU, like I said, I don't know if it'll be like immediate commitments. I do expect anywhere from like three to six in the months of June and July. So right now we're at 10. I could see us being anywhere between, like I said, that 13 and 16, mm-hmm. potentially even 18 by the end of the summer. Right? I think that's doable. Last year, we were by the end of the summer, we were pretty close to being towards that 20 range. And then we picked up a couple of those at the very end, mm-hmm. a couple of JUCO guys, so some stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be fun. Without giving away too much mm-hmm. um, and no commits – can't this commits would be kind of cheating yes um com more of a common knowledge type answer if you had to choose one guy that's going to be in june and an official visit that you are most excited about being here that oklahoma that you feel that oklahoma state could have a chance a good chance with who who would that guy be so i have i was gonna say i have two answers i have one and a half but i'm gonna put precedence over one of them so it's brennan thompson um, depending on who you look at, four-star or five-star wide receiver, either way, I mean, if he's in the conversation for mm-hmm. either of those, you know what kind of guy he is. Wide receiver out of Spearman, Texas, 
one of the fastest players in the country, without a doubt. He's a 10-3, 100-meter guy. I think he came in second um, in the state championships, I believe second. Um, and he lost by like a hair. Um, I will say I put precedence over him. My second one was going to be Kelvin Banks. But the only reason I put precedence over Brennan Thompson is because this is going to be the first time he's in Stillwater. Kelvin Banks has been here before. Yeah. right? He's seen the facilities. He's been... He was on visits. He's met with Gundy in person. Everything. I mean, he was committed at one point. Now, obviously, that was like when he was a sophomore, right? But still been here. It's still, it's still been here, and he kind of knows what the, what it looks like. Brennan Thompson has not been here, but he is a huge fan of the kind of agricultural lifestyle. That's what he wants to study in school. So I think that that would be big for him. Um, now he's also um, a big fans of Clemson and Texas, so I think he will be visiting both of those. At some point during the summer, and obviously both of those have some pretty heavy ties into agricultural kind of stuff in school. Yeah. So um, it'll be interesting, but they he will be here that June 9th um, slate with a lot of guys here So he and all the commitments. I was going to say, that's the commitment And period. he's going to have, if say he committed, he would have the guy who's going to be his quarterback and Garrett Rangel. He would have both of his running backs here. And he would have a fellow receiver here, so you're gonna have a lot of, or I shoot two other receivers mm-hmm. in Braylon and um, Gilkey. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's probably my my biggest one that I'm kind of excited for, or probably the most important one is as far as non-commits and just kind of setting that tone and that impression because a lot of those other guys have been here. So, um, so what you're saying is June's gonna be a pretty big month for Oklahoma State. June's going to be insane for Oklahoma State, but as well as everybody. But it's – and this is kind of – and this is what I enjoy so much about covering Oklahoma State. There's no real uh, – there's drama. There's no bad drama. Right. Every single school that you think of like, oh, well, they're like big dogs in recruiting, they also lose the most commitments. Now, I mean, like, yeah, they end up in good spots, but like – it's a bumpy road to get there. Yeah. But that's what I enjoy most about Oklahoma State is, like, there's stability with their guys. For sure. And a lot of their guys they're bringing in right now are damn good. And if they can keep them stable, which they do very well, it's a beautiful thing to see because one of those worst things, the, the freaking notes app is scares me to death. When I open my phone and I see a notes app, I'm like, oh, my God. It's either something really good or really bad. And when there's, like, an unexpected notes app from a recruit, you're like, oh, God. You go to the worst. You're like, oh, is there a decommitment? Is there – what happened? Like, it, but luckily that doesn't happen with Oklahoma State. So – That's not often. Now, it's not it's not and, incredibly and it, it's rare. Kinda, it's kind of – no, it's, it's happened before. But they don't they But don't a lot lose of a times lot. it's like there's a reason behind it. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, I don't like Oklahoma you're, State anymore. You break rules it's or whatever. It's something – some, somebody's not happy with something or – some yeah, something went down normally. Yeah. So, but it's kind of both ways. Like, there's not many high profile transfers Mm-mm. out of Oklahoma State. Mm-mm. Now, obviously, there's guys that transferred, but when you look at it, okay, who's most recent transfer? Jelani, graduate, wanted to clo- wanted to get closer to family. You know the the difference though, like the the in what the different the the uh, distance difference. Oh, it's not much. Between but, Stillwater, but yeah, his hometown, but, and where he's well, at yes. right now. But <laughs> he's from Georgia, though, isn't he? 
Yeah, but I mean like the the actual difference. Oh, I don't know. It was, so I don't think it was much. Let's see, Virginia. Let's see. He's on the same side of the country. He's not in the middle. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Well, I know, but I think it was just easier for us. It's just Virginia, right? Not Virginia Tech, just Virginia. Yeah, he's Virginia. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you look at, like, a couple years ago, um, who was now on the Saints. Um, uh, shoot, what's his name? Wide receiver. Oh, uh, 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 starts with a J. Tulane. Um, J.J. McCluskey. Jalen. Jalen McCluskey. Went to play for his dad. Now, great receiver, but Tylen kind of stepped into that role. McCluskey wasn't getting as many touches. Went to go play for his dad. That wasn't like a heartbreaker for anybody. Now, obviously, it sucks when guys leave, but you were like, it was okay. You're not having anybody in a while that I can remember or that I know of that was like a surprise, like, oh, God, what are we going to do type of transfer. Am I like am I on the right track there? And the same thing goes with recruiting. So that was I know there's a lot of people that are kind of skeptical or, or weary of Oklahoma State recruiting, but just imagine what it would be like if you had no clue from Monday to Tuesday if your recruits weren't going to be there. Mm. There's a lot of schools that have that issue, and that will play into Oklahoma State this summer because there's going to be a lot of guys decommitting from other schools because they kind of just committed to a logo or mm-hmm. to a brand. Yeah. And they're going to get around. They're going to say, yikes, I'm not really vibing with this place. Absolutely. And Oklahoma State will be there to take advantage of it. So something that surprised me, um, I don't know, surprise might be the wrong word. Um, something that was kind of unexpected, rather. I, I think that's a little bit more appropriate. Uh, Bryce Thompson. Yeah. Bryce Thompson came into, uh, to, came into Oklahoma State. Um, obviously had a great relationship with Point. You know, the, oh, yeah. the, the recruiting dead period ended back in September 2019, I think. Uh, and, and Boynton was in was in Tulsa at midnight. <laughs> the meeting with, yeah, with, he's, with Thompson. Uh, if he wants something, he's going to go get it, even if it's a year removed. Well, you know, and that's – I've seen a lot of people that are like, well, what did he do at Kansas? You know, he averaged four and a half points, a rebound and a half, a little over an assist, uh, just a touch over 17 minutes a game. He was hurt. He yeah. was hurt a lot. Um, if if he can stay healthy, I like I like his chances of having having success here. He was a unanimous five star out of Booker T in the twenty twenty class. Um, McDonald's All American, which is the second in two seasons for Mike Boynton, uh, the second five star in two seasons for Mike Boynton. He was a two time Gatorade Player of the Year. Uh, out of Booker T, averaged 24.6 points, 5.9 rebounds, 2.8 assists a game his senior season. Um, that's up from the 16.5 points he won, or uh, he averaged his uh, his junior season. He won a state championship his junior season. Um, Bryce Thompson's legit. Now, if Bryce Thompson can stay, and, and, and that's the thing, Bryce Thompson wasn't anything super special to Kansas. Right. And that's not a knock on Oklahoma State. That's not a knock on Bryce Thompson. But Kansas different cultures of Kansas basketball. consistently lands five star recruits. And so to them it's just another day. Yeah, so Bryce Thompson was was just another guy that Kansas lands. Now Oklahoma State, that's that's big news. Now I, I think what what Mike Boynton and the culture that uh, that they have that they've created in Stillwater I think landing guys like Bryce Thompson is going to become more commonplace. Um, You look at it, you know, the other day uh, came out with an article. um, 
Keontae George. Mm-hmm. You know, Keontae George out of Louisville, Texas, uh, high school. Five star. High school academy. He's a number six player in the country. It's five star recruit. He's the number one sh- uh, number one shooting guard in the country. Uh, number one uh, number one prospect out of Texas. Everyone knows some of the best talent comes out of Texas. When you're the number one out of Texas and you you got a top five of Kansas, Oklahoma State, Kentucky, Baylor, and Texas, I think I think that bodes pretty well for Mike Boynton. Yeah, and I think the fact that they're landing, uh, they're landing guys like Bryce Thompson a year removed from Kate Cunningham speaks volumes to the direction this program's in. Um, now, I saw an article today from a, a publication that said Mike Boynton has the. Uh, if we're looking at head coaches in the Big Twelve, Mike Boynton is the fourth best odds to make the Hall of Fame. Um, we're 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 a ways out. Mike Boynton's thirty nine years old. Is that a slow news um, day or what? Yeah, no doubt. Um, but he certainly has. He's got a lot of time to continue. You look at the trajectory that the program is heading in. Um, two five stars in a row. Two McDonald's All Americans in a row. I'm interested to see how Bryce bounces back. Can he bounce back from that the, the two injuries that he suffered last year? You could tell that – I don't know if comfortability played into it at all, but you look at the guys uh, – Just you don't even have to look at Boynton. You look at the guys on the roster. I mean, he's played with half of them, yeah. played against half of them. Yeah. He knows them all, really close with most of them. Um, so the, the comfortability factor there, you look at the relationships he has with the coaching staff – I think Bryce Thompson fits in really, really well. Um, I like him. I like him at the two. I think you're going to see. I think you'll see Avery at the one. Mm-hmm. I think you'll see Bryce at the two. You'll probably see Ice at the three. And those will probably be inter- those three. I don't think Avery will. I think you'll see Avery at the one, no matter what. Um, but I can see those three guys kind of rotating around a little bit. I think you'll see. I think you'll see Bryce and Ice kind of rotate in and out. Um, I, I, that's a that's a dangerous group. That's a danger, especially if you can get Bryce Williams or uh, yeah, uh, Bryce Williams to come back, and you can you can get him comfortable um, with with his situation, and and he has a better year than he did last year. Like this team could be really I dangerous. Mean, I know they don't have like a. Everyone thinks they need a, another true big man. Wouldn't hurt, but, but you look you at the, look at what you have. They're I mean, playing small. They are not lacking in buckets being scored at, no. at, under the basket. No, I mean they can they can. Make it from from under it to beyond. I mean, they, I mean, you talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, two points is two points. Three points is three points. Doesn't matter who's putting it in the basket. Is that how that works? It is wow. how that works. Yeah. Crazy. Well, unless you're, I think it's, is it Alabama's head coach or Arkansas's head coach? They do a thing in practice where um, there's no mid range jumpers, and if you lay it up or if you dunk it, it's one point. I think. Interesting. Yeah, it's like yeah, I don't know. He like in, yeah, it's weird, but. Um, it's kind of weird, but they have guys that can score from everywhere, and there is so much speed. Just speed and athleticism mm-hmm. is just up and down that lineup. So yeah, I mean they'll if they if they somehow, and I don't think they'll be able to do it this year just because of scholarship numbers. But if they if Boynton is putting together rosters like this for the for years to come, I'm telling you, and he gets. A dominant big man here, or there, every couple of years. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's been fun. Well, it's always it's just starting. I meant the podcast. Oh, well, but you're right. And other teams' dreams. It is technically. It is I'm technically also excited about the new seating. 
Yeah, that was man. Interesting. Yeah, so that's uh, if, for those of you that, that didn't hear, uh, Oklahoma State announced earlier this week uh, that they are re-implementing student section along the western sidelines. That's uh, yeah. the the seating area behind the bench. It used to be seating uh, student section to begin with. Uh, and they they rearranged it during the Travis Ford era. I would imagine to make more money to help pay for that outrageous contract. Um, but yeah, student sections behind the benches. I I, I love it. I yeah, love when you look be pretty cool. Yeah, when you look at Cameron Indoor and you look at uh, you know you look at Chapel Hill. You look at these places that got the student sections right on top of the court. And there's still there's still students uh, student sections in the end zones. So baseline student sections all the way up. The end zones. Um, yeah, I call them the end zones. Football. Fine. Baseball terms in Baver, where else? Implement. It's a, it's a touchdown, baby. There you go. It's a touchdown for basketball. Okay. I love it. Well, yeah, good it. stuff. I like it. Yeah. Okay. I think you'll see. I think with what Boynton's done last year, with the players he brought back, with the players he's brought in, with, with that news, with the fact that they've already announced full capacity, I think you'll see some pretty big crowds. And, you know, I, I don't, still don't, no one still knows what the NCAA is going to do. I'm crazy the fact that they haven't announced it yet with their decision. Um, I would, the longer it goes, the better I feel, I think. I would assume so. I think that's how, just I mean, personally. If you look at just the time of it, because if they were going to come out and do something, I feel like well, they would have done it. You would think. But then again, it's the ACAA. And they so announced, they announced, gonna, they announced gonna, the punishment in June anyway, last year. Yeah. But then you also look at, was it like USC mm-hmm. and like Georgia or somebody mm-hmm. had some offenses that were arguably worse yeah dude it's weird way less it's weird punishment i don't know what to think but i I do think that uh, i think think there's kind of a precedent that should be getting set of like if those people and it was like those people were still on staff at those schools our guy was like four years removed and they've oklahoma state fired him like two days after yeah so yeah they should be getting some reduction yeah i I think no matter what happens not scholarship reductions right Punishment reduction. I think no matter what happens, I think you'll see. It would you? I think you'll see some heavy fan involvement. Not that it really matters at this point. I'll, I'll, let me ask you this question before I ask you the second one. What would be your ideal like revision to those punishments? Like, what do you think they come out and say? All right, we've amended them. If it Here were is me, what we're doing now. If and it what were would me, you be like, all right, that's fine. I think Boynton. I th- they uh, they can operate with a scholarship reduction. Okay, they have they haven't had full scholarships pretty much the entire time Boynton's been there. They've always had one or two open, yeah. um, so I would be okay with that. I, I I would want the postseason taken away, and I would be okay with the scholarship reduction. That's what I was gonna. Wonder. I was gonna I'd say be okay I'd... with that. I don't. I can't see them saying nothing. They're not taking yeah. away all of it, but I, if if they were gonna reduce it, I I would want the postseason gone um, because it's very evident that Boynton and them can operate with one to two fewer scholarships. Makes sense because they've done it. Yes. You know, uh, they've, they've was, given, you know, they, they, D Mitchell got the extra scholarship the, yeah. that year. And then Trey Reeves got the one the year before. Yeah. No, makes so sense. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Cool. Fair Appreciate it. Cool. Glad you're back. Thank you. We'll have to have lunch sometime. Yes. Bet. Want to get Del Thaco? No. I, it's right. I would it, try it. Like, I got like four things for five bucks. I would try so it. I'm not even going to lie. I would try it. Not bad. Thai Cafe. Thai Cafe. I know that's, mm. okay. that's my it's always funny. It's always funny when you like tell people that they're like, they're like, yeah, no arguments. We all know the Thai Cafe is the best in Stillwater. It's because it is. It's pretty good. It's because it is. It's the best. It's Thai Cafe. If you if you Thai Cafe, it's if you don't think it's the best, obviously you're wrong. If you've 
if you're listening to this and you're like go to Stillwater very rarely or like have never been to Stillwater Thai Cafe. If you ever come, obviously visit the big ones. Thai Cafe. As in Eskimo Joe's. Thai Cafe. Go get yourself some cheese fries. Thai Cafe. And maybe hit up the garage, maybe Thai some cafe. hideaways pizza. Thai and cafe. then if you're here for another day or two, maybe go get some Thai Cafe. Thai Cafe number one. You know what you're getting with cheese fries. <laughs> you know what you're getting with cheese fries. They're damn good cheese fries. Thai Cafe. That's going to do it for the Poke Support Podcast. Marshall Levinson, I'm Zach Lancaster. We'll talk to you next time here on PokeReport.com.